Attention all podcasts of the Solar Federation. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. Oh, hey, is this on? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, go. Uh, to whoever stole my copy of Microsoft Office, I will find you. You have my word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hate it when people say age is only a number. Age is clearly a word. <laughs> <laughs> a woman is on trial for beating her husband to death with his guitar collection. The judge asked her, First offender? She says, no, first a Gibson, then offender. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, hey, guys, gets shiggles. Look, stop Googling dad jokes, okay? Wait, 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 one more. Oh. Can February, March? Uh, no, but April, May. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> boy. Yeah. Welcome to the Intergalactic Boombox. I'm Kyle Abair, the voice of everybody you hear on this show, and adult Gohan in the upcoming Dragon Ball Super Superhero in theaters and IMAX on August 19th in North America. The IBB, brought to you by the Association for Annoying People who make armpit fart sounds with their palms. TikTok Ad Clickers Anonymous, for those who are hopelessly addicted to buying cheap crap as they scroll through their feed. And this paperclip that kind of looks like Ryan Gosling. Oh. Oh, looky-loo, it's Drew Grime. I'm Drew Grime. I just said that. From the Drew Drew Grime Grime, True Crime Crime Podcast. Podcast. You know, Kirk. Kyle. Your paperclip sponsorship reminds me of the unsolved mystery of Little Iggy Puffin Stuff from Goat Cheese, Montana, who built up an impressive collection of emotional support boxes. Come again? You see, Iggy kept every single box of every gadget, cable, collectible, and TikTok impulse buy, just in case he'd need to return them. I feel attacked. Alas, he never returned a single item because he disappeared inside his hoarding house of horrors. That's a lot of alliteration. It is quite clever. I I, I didn't say that. Neighbors, friends, and family showed up at his apartment and proclaimed, Iggy, Iggy, where did you go? They did not seriously say that, right? No, they actually said, Little Ig, Little Ig, let me in. Now that's clever. More like clutter. Boxes of all shapes and sizes stacked floor to ceiling. The contents of these boxes were nowhere to be found. Where did everything go? Where did little Iggy Puffin Stuff go? Did he fall into a wormhole that was created when he opened one box too many? What the hell? I ponder these questions and others. Like, why is music so bad nowadays? I would love to know that. Tune in to an all-new Drew Grimes True Crime Podcast. Available in liquid or lozenge in your local frozen food section. Thank you, Drew. Speaking of bad music, the intergalactic boombox is nothing without the soft, dulcet tones of the Al Capella Symphony Orchestra. Heyo! <laughs> Got me some boostergrams! These are custom messages sent alongside micropayment donations on a Podcasting 2.0 app, all available at newpodcastapps.com. If you want to actually earn money listening to podcasts, snag Fountain. That's an awesome free podcast player from Fountain.fm. You can stack those funds and reshare back to your favorite value for value podcast, such as this one. Wink. Joel W. sent 500 sats. 
and says, brilliant as usual. As for roof dogs, this one leveled up the roof game like a boss. Yeah, on our last episode, Conspiracy talked about a dog that sat on the roof of this lady's home and, uh... She eventually just had to put a sign up saying, don't worry, the dog is fine. He just likes sitting up there. But Joel linked me to an article about a man who was arrested for training his dog, a pit bull, to throw bricks at people. (laughs) (laughs) So anytime someone would ring the doorbell, this dog would be trained to drop concrete bricks on their head. He's certainly the world's most creative introvert. Kind of feel sorry for Postmates or mail delivery people. Tim Apple sent a thousand sats and says, damn entertaining. Thank you, Tim. Joel W. sent another 132 sats. Sat Cats Club? Well, here's 33 from each of my four cats. That's awesome, Joel. Thank you. Anonymous sent 500 sats and said simply, fire. Fabi Araujo said, good job, friends, and sent a whopping... Three sats. The question of the week. You ever walk out of a movie where it's just so bad, you're like, I need a refund, or I don't even care about getting my money back. Just get me out of here. This is awful. I've never actually done that, but plenty of you guys did. Check in the Twitters. Corey Lanker said, Freddy got fingered by Tom Green. Movie was so bad, it had no redeeming quality. My friend and I instead snuck into the theater to watch some cartoon movie his little brothers were watching. B281 says Age of Ultron. Daniel De La Cruz II says Jeepers Creepers 3. Trico Bro, Mile 22. Random movie, but holy crap was it bad. Starred Mark Wahlberg and Ronda Rousey. One of those edgy rated R movies where they curse every other word. A Media Man says, well, for me, it isn't so much a movie theater. It was from Disney+. Plus. Tried to watch the Aladdin 2019 movie. I quit after the first 10 minutes. Mike Dodd says, Bridesmaids and Balls of Fury. Kami Kitsune says, The only movie I saw in theaters that I wish I had walked out on was Fantastic Four from 2015. Pretty much tortured myself sitting through the whole thing. And then I watched Dragon Ball Evolution at home. Well, the first 10 minutes anyway. See, Dragon Ball Evolution is not the worst movie ever made, but it is the worst adaptation. Don't even watch it out of curiosity, trust me. Maddie D says, I almost walked out of that Will Ferrell Sherlock Holmes movie, but I didn't drive, so I couldn't. I'm so sorry. R.I.P. Therese Paler says, Please don't hate me, but it was actually the first My Hero Academia movie because we wanted the sub, but it was actually the dub. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's all okay. Like I always tell people, at least we got paid. Spencer S. Dude says, Wanted to walk out of the Assassin's Creed movie, but I couldn't because I was seeing it with my family, so I fell asleep in some parts. Dominique Oliphant says, Man of Steel. I love Man of Steel. I know I'm the only one, but still. Dirty Dan says, The 2016 Ghostbusters and Les Miserables. No question. You know, with Marvel now in Phase 4, the MCU, DCEU is about to drop its next wave with uh, Shazam and Black Adam and uh, Aquaman 2. Are you suffering from superhero fatigue? Now, Ms. Marvel, as good a show as it is, and believe me, it actually is a really good show. Unfortunately, the ratings don't match that. In fact, the ratings are really, really low. I want to know, are people writing it off because they think, oh, it's just another teeny bopper show, I'm out? Or is it like, enough already with all these shows tying into movies, there's too many movies and shows to keep up with? Or are you like, give me all the superhero content? Martin Scorsese's wrong. It is real cinema. 
I'm personally not tired of superheroes. I do think that not every character needs their own show or movie. I mean, that's overkill. Peacemaker's brilliant. But James Gunn has teased that another Suicide Squad spinoff is in the works. I mean, I don't know. That one's hard to top. They are shooting season two of Peacemaker right now. Also, Loki is shooting season two. Fingers crossed, but it's not looking good for Moon Knight season two. There was no announcement, so as of now, it's not happening. Animators, meanwhile, are working overtime trying to tweak She-Hulk, attorney at law. And my God, the boy. Boys, top tier. It's definitely for the grown-ups. The boys on Amazon Prime is incredible. I think there's a lot of uh, stories and character potential left to uh, to tell, but consolidation would be preferred at this point. You know, what do you think? Are you tired of the superhero genre, or do you crave more? Let me know at Boombox Pod or send a boostagram on a podcasting 2.0 app from NewPodcastApps.com. <laughs> You remember the world before cell phones? Well, if you're a certain age, you do. Are we ever going to get back to a society where people actually just look up at the world around them instead of down at their phones all the time? You know, instead running into things and other people in cars all competing for Darwin Awards? Well, now that possible future is one step closer thanks to the development of augmented reality contact lenses developed by Mojo Vision in Saratoga, California. These things aren't built into some clunky VR-looking headset. No, these are actual contact lenses that you put in your eyes, and it has 30 times the pixel density of an iPhone. Now, obviously, it's going to be a long wait before AR lenses are ready for public consumption, but it's a definite improvement over the Dragon Ball Scouter-looking Google smart glasses of yesteryear. Ah, God, don't do that. Uh, Look, everybody, it's EVPete, which stands for Electronic Voice Phenomenon. (laughs) Do the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Professional Amateur Paranormal Investigator. Yes, indeed. Uh, What's up, Pete? Well, Craig. Kyle. Say, why are your eyeballs black? I heard you talking about those fancy futuristic contact lenses. Uh-huh. I thought I'd show off my new special custom contact lenses to your viewers here. This is an audio podcast, man. Uh, so, so what's special about these contact lenses? Well, so far, I can't see a cotton-picking thing. <laughs> are, you, are you wearing them wrong? Well, you see, I went on the dark web and found a guy who promised I could see dead people with these contacts. Whoa, whoa, Pete, that's not safe, man. The dark web, that's full of shady, illegal activity. Not true, Kilroy. Uh, here, looky at my phone. Uh, okay, let me see here. Oh, this is just a Chrome browser. You're, you're in dark mode. All I see is dark. Yeah, so you don't see dead people? Nope. It appears that EVP has been successfully bamboozled. Ah, uh, you think? Here, let me take these lenses out. And, oh, looky. Two egg-shaped pieces of black construction paper. Oh, yeah, that's totes legit. Where'd you get this from again? Wish. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Conspiracy here from my top secret bunker in Pahrump, Nevada, where I'm trying to crack the code in creating an anti-CERN hadron collider. Oh, sure. Science might say they're innocently smashing atoms, but I know the truth, dadgummit. The fabric of reality is unraveling at an alarming rate, with more Mandalorian effects popping up every day. That's Mandela. Point is... 
Bounty hunters need to stop messing with our heads. Britney Spears wore a plaid skirt in the Hit Me Baby One More Time video. It was black. Your opinion is wrong, Kirk. Kyle. Go drive your pretend spaceship while I report all the news you can't use. I love you, Ken. <laughs> Page one. A video surfaced from a few years ago at the Country Bear Jamboree attraction in Walt Disney World. Not only are these bears spewing inappropriate lyrics like there was blood on the saddle and blood all around and a great big puddle of blood on the ground, the animatronic bears on display are rocking grade-A creeper vibes with their troll face expressions. A six-second video clip on the out-of-context Magic Kingdom Twitter shows a helpless boy being held upside down by a country bear when he is then shoved into the bear's pants. Now, after squirting out a batch of trouser chili, how much therapy do you think this poor kid needed? Oy. Page two. More theme park shenanigans, this time by celebrities, throwing their clout around the park to make wait times for rides even longer. I'm looking at you, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. These two forced everyone off the Haunted Mansion ride at Disneyland just so they could ride alone and not be bothered by actual paying customers. Kelly pulled the same stunt at a Carowinds theme park in North Carolina recently. Apparently, the wave pool only has room for one ego at a time. Dear rich and famous people, if you're going to insist on taking over rides and theme parks, might I suggest you build your own theme park with all that money burning a hole in your wallet. Or just admit you're all shape-shifting lizards here to initiate the Great Reset. Ken, are you watching old episodes of V again? What if I was? V happens to be one of the best documentaries ever made. Now pipe down. Page 3. Why are hot dogs sold in packages of 10, but buns are only sold in packages of 8? The Illuminati have been toying with humankind for decades. But times, they are a-changing. Uh, in Ontario, Canada, anyway. Heinz and Wonder have teamed up and have now launched hot dog buns that won't have you stuck with two extra ones. But it's only available for certain Canucks in one province. What's that a boot? Herbert, I won't have you besmirch the integrity or speaking patterns of our friends up north. Sorry, eh? Ah, uh, go eat your poutine and shut up. And I'm spent. That's all the news you can't use. Conspiracy here from my dump in Pahrump. Someone give me a double-double. On the double. Aw, look at the time. The Intergalactic Boombox is groomed, manicured, and dolled up by our friends at Pretty Peggy's Podcast Makeovers. Certain members of our studio audience stay at Geppetto's Ghetto Graveyard and Hotel Luxury Suites. And those who survive will simply live to tell about it. Remember, kids, you can dodge an elephant, but you can't dodge a fly. And by the same token, that fly can't dodge an industrial-strength bug zapper. Till next time, doodles.